So, Rabbi Sai, today I would like to share with you another incredible Shiloh that took place with our good friend, Beryl. Rabbi? Yes, Sammy? How come in Rabbi's stories, Beryl is always the main character? Maybe Shmeryl's a better character. In most jokes, Shmeryl is a little smarter than Beryl. And, okay, Sammy, I appreciate your efforts to help me teach, but I don't have time right now to listen to your... Uh, actually, I apologize. That was close to Dick. That was nice of me. I take that back. I regret that. Oh, try that again. All right, I don't like everybody saying that. That's the problem. That's not their character. Rebbe can't say that, kids. Rebbe always is time for kids. Always. Plenty of time for kids. Uh-uh. Sammy, you know what? You know what? What was your suggestion again? Maybe the main character should be Shmeryl, because Shmeryl's a little smarter than Beryl sometimes in jokes. Fine. You know what, Sammy? Just because I was nice to you, because I was a little rude to you, I'm going to name the character Shmeryl. And here goes the story. Already? Shmeryl was a very, very nice man. And Shmeryl had a very nice home. He had a house with a living room a dining room, a kitchen, he had a bathroom, he had a bedroom, he had all he needed. But he didn't have a car. And Shmeryl needed a car. You know why he needed a car? Yes, Sammy. I think he needed a car because probably he needed, he needed to go to show. Uh, maybe, maybe he needed to go to show. But I think he needed a car for a different reason. He needed a car because he needed to go to work. Because you see, Shmeryl's work he was a pencil eraser screwer person. Rebbe? Yes, Avramel? What is a pencil eraser screwer person? It's a person who screws the caps onto the pencils, the erasers onto the... You know, you have a pencil and there's an eraser on top. How do you think it gets there? There's a guy whose job it is to plunk it on. Rebbe, don't they have a machine that does it? Ah, that's an excellent question. You see, the thing is that they do have machines that do it. But when it's made by hand, it's always much better. Because the quality, let me ask you a question. What do you like eating on, box, on, on Pesach better? Machine matzah or hand matzah? Well, actually, Rabbi, my family's matzah. We only eat machine matzah. All right, all right. But many people like hand matzah because everyone knows hand matzah is better. Actually, machine matzah is better, Rabbi. Abramo, don't be chutzpah. It's not chutzpah to argue with the Rabbi. I'm not arguing. I'm just telling my family. Okay, uh, you know what? Let's, let's get back to the story because really we have a limited time and I did, I did it again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What would you like to say? So I really think machine is better. You know what? Because I was chutzpah to you, I mean, because I was not nice to you also, Avramo, I'm going to be super nice. Believe that this Pesach, I'm going to make sure to eat at least a little machine matzah. Okay? Even though I really like hand matzah better. But anyway, that was his job. So Shmeryl needed to get there, but he didn't have a car, and he wanted to buy one. And he looked in the want ads. He looked in the paper, in the ads in the paper, in the Hamudiyah, and it said, car for sale, $3,000, and Shmeryl wanted the car. So Shmeryl went to Mr. Usher. You know what Usher's last name was? Rich. Mr. Usher with an olive. Usher, like Usher, Zulun Usher, that kind of Usher. Usher was rich. He was also an Usher. He was rich, and that was his name. Usher the Rich. I mean, he was called Usher Rich, but he's really, he was rich. And Usher the Rich, Mr. Rich Usher, it was Givaldic. He was a big Balchesed. People came to his door all day and all night asking for money, for tzedakahs, for yeshivas, asking for different things. And Usher would give out money like mamish, like it was water. 
You can walk in and ask for a donation, $180, he'd give you. $500, maybe he'd ask you some questions. $1,000, ask more questions. And our good friend Schmerl stood in line, and he waited for his turn. And finally, Usher said, next. And Schmerl walked up to Usher's table, and Usher saw him and said, Schmerl, oh, it makes me so happy to see you. Oh, but you need money? You're a nice person with a nice house, dresses nicely. You look like you're okay. You need money? And Usher looked at the face of Schmerl, which now had a downturned smile. He was a little sad, a little embarrassed, fidgeting with his hand, like a person who's a little ashamed of a situation. And our good friend Schmerl says to Usher, the truth is, although I have a house and I have nice clothing, Baruch Hashem, and a good family, I have just enough money to make ends meet. I don't have money to lay out for extras. And unfortunately, I need a car. You need a car? I need to get to work. How did you get to work until now? I used to walk to work, but it's a six-mile walk each way. And I would dive at Chakras. On the way, I would stop in a Dunkin' Donuts, put on my towels and fill in the Dunkin' Donuts. You didn't dive with a minion? What was I supposed to do? You know, it could be there might be a time where people can't dive with a minion. You know how precious diving with a minion is? Okay, Usher, Usher, but now if I get a car, I'd be able to dive with a minion. Okay, but I need money for a car. I found the perfect car. It's a 1937 Camry, Toyota Camry. 37 Toyota Camry? I don't know what year it is, but it's a Toyota Camry, and I know they're great cars. It only has 600,000 miles on it. I'm going to buy it from this man. His name is Rabbi Jacobowitz, and he said it works perfect. He said Tony took care of the whole car. works excellent, and all I have to do is give him $3,000 for it. Wow, $3,000 for a car? That's not a lot of money. Are you sure it's a good car? I went, I went to the Jacobowitz household, and I tried the car out, and I sat in the seat, and I drove down the block, and I drove up the block, I drove around the corner, and Baruch Hashem, there was a few squeaks and a few funny noises, but he assured me anything that goes wrong, Tony will fix it, and maybe even for free if Rabbi Jacobowitz comes with me, because Tony and Rabbi J are like buddy-buddy. All right, that's the case. $3,000, $3,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. I don't know if I can give you this. Oh, no, Chassid, Shalom, Usher, no, no, you misunderstood. I didn't mean to, I want you to give me a donation of $3,000. No. I know three times a lot of money. I just, I just, I just wanted to give you. I just, I just wanted to borrow the money. That's all, just to borrow the money from you. Do you think you can lend me three thousand dollars? Is that too much money to lend? I, I, I maybe perhaps. No, no, no problem, Schmerl. No problem. I don't mind lending you three thousand dollars at all. All right, let's write up a star. Um, here we go. Uh, I usher hereby lend Beryl. $3,000, okay, very good, Barrel, you sign, I Barrel, okay, double star, okay, uh, let's call Sweden, uh, uh, you two over here, um, are, are you kosher, Aiden? Uh, not sure, I'm kosher, um, what's your name? Uh, my name is Lemel, um, you see, I, I asked the Mashkiach if he'd give me a hexer, but, but he said that, um, I'm, I'm not kosher because you can't eat people or something like that, so I don't want Lemel, yeah, Shkiach, I appreciate it, I'm looking for somebody who, who, who serves an aid, and if you're not kosher for Aidus, Oh, 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 Adus. Oh, sure, sure. What, what, what? If you're a Russia, you can't be an Adus. A Russia? Me? Chazer Shalom. I keep Shabbos. I keep kosher. I, 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 I don't even hit my kids. So I can't be a Russia. Why don't you hit your kids? Isn't that, isn't that a good way of teaching them how to behave? Well, actually, <laughs> I don't have any kids. So it's kind of hard to hit them. Uh, okay, fine. 
All right. So very good. So Lemel, and how about you? What's your name? Baruch. Baruch, are you uh you you come over here? Very good. Sitting over here. Uh, are you a kosher aide? Oh, I was I was an aide tanoim for a chasana the other day, and uh, they even asked me to be an aide kedushin, but I was Michael my covet for for a gadol Really, gadol Yeah, there was this very large fellow who's like a eight foot two, and he uh, came and he's a gadol hadar. Has left. Uh, biggest biggest guy in the generation over here. So uh, he was uh, he was a good basketball player, I guess. But uh, okay, so Baruch, you and Lamel signed this document. Very good, uh, Excellent, very good. All right. So now we have our document signed. Right, here's your three thousand dollars, Shmero. You're all set. Excellent. Oh, you're such a nice guy, Usher. Uh, what's the matter, Usher? Ribis. Ribis. You're going to charge me ribis. Don't you know that? No, 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 no. You misunderstood. You're not allowed to say thank you. You're not allowed to appreciate it. I can't appreciate you lending me money. No, that's ribis. The favorite, favorite, it's mine. It's ribis. I can't, I can't accept it. Okay, okay. Well, no thanks. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm a little You don't say no thanks. Uh, whatever. Thanks, but no thanks, or whatever you will say. Goodbye, good luck. All right, thank you very much. I mean, whatever I'm supposed to say to you. Uh, okay, see you later, Shmero. Well, let me just tell you, Rabbi Side. Shmero went home with the money. He bought Rabbi Jay's car. It's hard to imagine Rabbi Jay sold it, but he did for some reason. And boy, oh boy, he was using that car every day, every day. Now, the document was written with a date expiration. The loan was due in 30 days. And after 30 days, Usher saw Shmerel in Shul. Shalom Aleichem, Shmerel. Usher, nice to see you. Shmerel, I'm just wondering, you know, you borrowed $3,000 from me, and we made an agreement that you're going to pay me back, and uh, you didn't pay me back yet. Well, um, oh, you're right. Ah, let me check my pockets. Um, you know what? It looks like, it looks like I left my wallet. <laughs> Oh, here's my wallet. It looks like I left my money. Oh, here's my money. It looks like I left my big amount of money at home. I, I, I don't, I don't maybe um, quite have it right now. Um, uh, uh, maybe, maybe I'll give it to you uh, tomorrow. Oh, oh, no problem. I, I can wait till tomorrow. All right. <clears throat> boy, oh boy. I can't wait till I get that money. You know, I have a, I have a, a very important investment I want to make with the $3,000. Actually, uh, do I? I'm not sure. Stock market's not going swell. Oh, that's why I should make an investment, of course. Okay. The next day they came to show and Shmerel saw Beryl. I mean, Shmerel, sorry, wrong story. And Shmerel and Shmerel saw Usher. And suddenly when Usher came over to him, Shmerel was in the middle of Shmona Esrei. Why I saw you Davin Shmona Esrei during Davening. Now you Davin Shmona again? It's Musaf. Today's not Shredish. Shredish Thursday. What are you doing? I Davin Shmona Esrei. Maybe it's a long Shmona Esrei. I don't know. He's in the middle of Atta Chaydish for about 20 minutes already. And Usher waited as Shmerel Davin a really long Shmona Esrei. I mean, it was like Atachonim took a half hour, and then he davened, and then he was up to Shmakolenu, and a few minutes later he was back to Atachonim. Uh, uh, Usher didn't really understand. Maybe he forgot to say Yalav Yavo in Ritzay, but he didn't get up to Ritzay yet. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. But, all right, whatever it is, I'll get him tomorrow. And the next day, instead of Usher being able to talk to Shmero, Shmero wasn't even in show the next day. He was avoiding Usher. But Usher was not going to lose hope of getting back his money. Usher sent a letter to Shmerel's house, and the letter read, Dear Shmerel, you owe me money. Please, could you give it back to me? Rabbi, yes, Sammy. Rabbi once taught us, uh, a long time ago, I, I don't remember, there's, there's, a, there's an out there about something about being gross. Um, uh, something about gross. I forgot, I forgot what it was. Gross. Um, gross. Gross. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Sammy. Rabbi, yes, Avramo. I think Sammy's talking about Loigos. 
Oh, very good. I have such a good question, Abramo. Uh, Randy, it was, it was my question. Oh, Sammy, fine. Such a good question, Sammy and Abramo. Please don't put me and Abramo and Sammy in the same sentence. Whatever. It was such a good, you know what? Blow you is an Avera that you're not supposed to annoy someone. You're not supposed to badger someone. If somebody's not paying you back, you're not supposed to constantly go to them and ask them for the money. But that only applies if you know that they can't pay back. Here, he didn't know he can't pay back. He, he didn't know. I mean, maybe he should have figured it out, but he didn't know. But it's a good question. You know what? Next time I see Usher, I, I'm going to ask him the question. Rebbe, yes, Sammy, is this a true story? I then for Shinhara, and I got to put my fingers in my ears because we're showing Halashim. What is happening to Shomer Halashim during Corona? Good question. I don't know the answer to that question. A really good question. But let's move on. Okay, Rabbi Tai, here's the question. What's Usher going to do? Well, Usher tried to catch up with Shmeral, but it didn't work. And a day turned into a week, a week turned into a month, and a month turned into a year. After two years, the car was still running, and so was the debt. So Shmeral owed Usher. And Usher was getting frustrated. And one day, when Usher was in Dunkin' Donuts, kosher Dunkin' Donuts, call of Yishol Dunkin' Donuts, buying himself a donut and a coffee. He was talking to his friend, Nusi, and he said to Nusi, Nusi, and Nusi said, yes, Usher. Nusi, that's it. I give up. I'm never going to see my money ever again. Oh. Usher turned around when he heard a sigh of relief behind him. And he saw there in the Dunkin' Donuts, wearing this talus and fillin, was Schmerl. Schmerl, what are you doing in Dunkin' Donuts? And Schmerl said, as if it was obvious, I'm dominating. What else do you do in Dunkin' Donuts? Um, actually, usually you order coffee and donuts. Well, I can't order coffee and donuts today, but could you please... Um, let me make a lachaim with you. Thank you so much that I don't have to pay you back the money anymore. Actually, why are you in Dunkin' Donuts? I thought you were only diving in Dunkin' Donuts when you walk. <laughs> I did walk today. You see, my car is in Tony's repair shop because it needed a, a new set of brakes. They normally go on a car. But thank you for having it that I don't have to pay you back. I never said you don't have to pay me back. Usher said to Schmero with dismay and disgust in his voice. You are trying to get out of paying me? Is that what's going on? I heard you with my own ears. Nussi, didn't you hear Usher say he doesn't want the money back? He's miyayish, giving up hope on the money? And then Schmerl turned to another customer. Hey, you, Baruch, hey, you wanted to aid him. You wanted to aid him on the start. Didn't you just hear that Usher said? Yep, I, I, heard, I heard it. That I don't pay back. That's not fair. But you for sure have to pay me back. You are for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure have to pay me back. The fact that I, 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 well, whenever you have a Shiloh, we should go to a Dintaira. Dintaira? Well, you just, you're cheating me out of $3,000. I was a nice guy and you're being mean in return. That's not nice. Yes, Sammy. Actually, that once happened to me, that I was a nice guy and someone was mean in return. Actually, the person, Sammy, remember, Sammy Lawson? Oh, right. Thanks, Randy. Okay, back to the story. So Usher and Shmero and Lucy and Baruch went to the local Rav, Rabbi Rommel. Rabbi Rommel, not Rabbi Rommel, sorry, Rabbi Rommel. I got confused with Rabbi Rommel. Rabbi Rommel. 
Rabbi Avram and Rabbi Avram, they said, Rabbi Avram, this is what happened. And Rabbi Avram looked at Nasi. He looked at Baruch and he heard their edus. And he looked at Usher with a big grin on his face and said, Usher, you're such a tzaddik, you're such a nice guy, you're a Baal Chesed. And he looked at Shmero with a disappointed face. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but somehow it looked disappointed. And he said to Shmero, Shmero, I'm disappointed. And Shmero said, I could tell. I see it in your face. You know that you have a responsibility to pay him back. What do you mean, Rabbi? I mean, oops, sorry, that was quick. What I meant to say is, Rav, what in the world? What, I mean, sorry, one more time. Rav, is it possible, perhaps, that the Rav made a mistake? I, he was miyayish. You heard from the, I mean, sorry, the Rav heard from the Adam that he gave up home. That's true. But since you owe money to him, his giving up hope, his saying, I give up hope, doesn't erase the debt. It doesn't get rid of the fact that you owe him money. The rub continued and said, if, for example, you had left town without giving a forwarding address, or if you had a great amount of investment and they collapsed, and he heard that they collapsed, and then he said he gave up hope, then it could be that he's giving up hope would make it you don't have to pay him back. But just the fact that you haven't been paying him doesn't mean that he's giving up hope on getting that money back. Shmerel got a gleam in his eye. And he said to Rabbi Avram, he said, okay, Rabbi Avram, okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, I'm going to go and, and find you some money. Rabbi Shmerel says, I'm sorry, Shmerel says to Rabbi Avram, well, <laughs> Shmerel left, Usher left, the Aiden left. The next day, Usher passed by Shmerel's house on his way to Shul. And he noticed something strange. There was a big for sale sign on the front of his house. He noticed that the window shades were gone. All of the, all of, all of the things that cluttered the lawn of an average house. A chair a lawn chair maybe, a table, some broken bikes, a broken mailbox. It was all gone. There was nothing there. All that was left was grass. Usher stopped his car, ran out, even though he was on his way to show, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell. Nobody answered. He unlocked the door. He, I mean, he opened the door. It wasn't locked. He opened the door. He walked in, and the house was empty. He said, where did Usher go? Where did he move to? Oh, he said, I'm never going to get my money back. Three weeks later, Usher was very, very busy. It was getting close to Pesach. He had lots of people online to get tzedakah. And one of the Mishulachim had come from a state called Arkansas. And he had come searching for money to support his yeshiva in Arkansas. The yeshiva was called Yeshiva of Arkansas. Y-O-A. And the Mishol came forward, and he said, I'm collecting for the yeshiva of Arkansas. Um, well, that's very nice. Um, 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 what kind of yeshiva it is? Well, it's a yeshiva that, that teaches Torah to, to all the people who don't know Torah in Arkansas. There are lots of Jews who don't know Torah in Arkansas. And as a matter of fact, I have here a brochure with a bunch of pictures of, of, the, of the people in the yeshiva learning Torah. And he takes out his thing, and he starts showing pictures to Usher, and Usher looks at the pictures, and he says, who, 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 who is that guy right there in that picture? Oh, that is 
one of the rabbis, one of the rabbis, one of the teachers in our yeshiva, in the yeshiva in Arkansas. He just came to town. Has left. He just came to town. And his name is Shmerel. That Shmerel? That Shmerel? I'll tell you what. I'll give you a check for $500. The Meshulach, the money seeker, the person asking for money, was so shocked with such a large donation, he almost fainted. But there's a condition. What's that? The condition is that you go over to Usher. I'm sorry, you go over to Shmerel. The condition is you go over to Shmerel and you tell him in his ear that Usher wants his money. And there's another condition. Well, well, I don't know if I want to have two conditions. Fine. Here's another $500 for a second condition. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, what is it? I want you to give me Shmerel's address. And he did. And the man went back to Arkansas. And as Shmerel got ready to give his shear in Hocus Pesach, the man came over. Oh, Ms. Shulach, how did it go when you were collecting money? I got a lot of money, and thanks to you, I got $1,000 for the yeshiva. Thanks to me? Yeah, I have a message for you. Oh, yeah, what is that? And he leans over and whispers in his ear, Usher wants his money, his $3,000. Shmerel fainted on the spot. They threw a bucket of water on him, and he woke up, and he said, Oh, day. And he gave this share, but it was a very short share because he was too nervous. And he went home. And he was very, very concerned as to what to do. And his concern only grew even greater the next morning. When he went to the yeshiva to Davin, Shmerel saw, standing in the back of the shul, was Usher. And Usher came in. And Usher came in. And Usher said, I would like, please, if it's possible, Usher said, that I, Usher said, I would like, please, if it's possible, to meet with you. Reb Shmerel, and Shmerel said, uh, okay. Reb Shmerel, I want to come with you. I want you to come with me. I said it backwards. I want you to come with me. Rebbe, you didn't say it really backwards. You, you said it forwards. You said it out of order. It wasn't called backwards. But backwards is when you say like like the word go, og. That's how you say backwards, go. Okay, fine, Sammy. Okay, fine. It wasn't backwards. It was, it was out of order. Okay, let's try it again. So, Shmerel, I want you to come with me to the rub of the city for Zintairo. And they went to the rub of that city for Zintero. And Usher presented the case, how he lent money, and Shmerel didn't pay him back. And Shmerel said, but, but, but I have witnesses. I made sure there were witnesses around you, Usher, who know that you said you give up on the money after I packed out and you didn't know where I was. And the rub looked from Usher to Shmerel and from Shmerel to Usher. And he said, you know, that this is a machloikas, an argument between the Ketzais HaChayshen and the Nesivas HaMishpat. This is an argument between the Ketzais, one of the great Paiskim in Shulchan Aruch, and the Nesivas. If you have to give money, if the guy gives a pope when you pack out of town. And I'll tell you the truth, I hold that you have to pay him back anyway. I hold that if you don't pay him back, it's a child of gazela or geneva, it's a child of stealing. Because when it came to your hand, you were not allowed to keep money. Oh, Shmerel was so sad. And then the Rav said, 
And when you pay back, you're doing a mitzvah. The Gemara tells us, Priyas Balchoy, mitzvah, it's a mitzvah to pay back when you owe money. Shmerel, it'll be a big mitzvah, a big zechut. And Shmerel said, well, I'd like to pay back the $3,000 I owe him, but I, I don't have the money right now. Hopefully I will soon. Maybe, Rav, could I borrow $3,000 from you? 